Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 107th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And we are finishing off June, and so we're finishing off our favorite poolside cocktails. Yep. This one has tequila in it. It does. As a matter of fact, it has probably one of the best tequilas I've ever tasted in my it's life in so it. so good. Um, yeah. We did get, one of my Father's Day presents was a bottle of uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Terramana tequila. Mm-hmm. And so that's what's in this. And it is not a tequila sunrise, but it's another drink. Yeah. So if you want to know what it is, it's badass. <laughs> it, is. it is really good. It really is. I think my in the summer, this is really the summer drinks we just did this month. This is neck and neck with that Blue Mermaid. Oh, I know. Blue Mermaid that was was, so, was good. so good. Um, this is excellent though. So join the Marriage on the Rocks Facebook Speakeasy page and see what goes into this excellent, awesome, refreshing summer beverage (laughs) yeah it's delicious so this week we are going to be talking about the bed or the bedroom um (laughs) we we have uh we wanted to talk about this before we had this on our initial initial list list when we talked about like our first 50 episodes Mm -hmm. this was one of the first ones that we were like we need an episode on this just Call it the bed for now, and we'll figure out what yeah. really goes into it later. Uh-huh. And so, but we were like, <clears throat> we've been like, we've wanted to talk about it, but we were kind of like, does it have enough substance to it to where we can actually talk about it? Yeah. And we think it does. I think that um, uh, some some recent stuff has come up, uh, and we wanted to talk about what what has gone on and what the new thing is about the bedroom or the bed Mm -hmm. and uh yeah we wanted to go over some of that with you guys but before we get started with that seth has his dumbass post of the week i'm trying to hear blade walking but it sounds like he's dancing in the hallway all right this one was sent to us by one of our listeners she knows who she is (laughs) and it says Guys need to understand this. That female that's stressing you, arguing with you, and trying to communicate with you is the one that's down for you. If a girl doesn't get on your last goddamn nerve, she ain't for you. Well, a bitch like this ain't for me. (laughs) Right? That's some high stress bullshit to put up with right there. Yeah, it is. No, thank you. Yeah. It's like, why would you... Girl, women now don't know what it means to have class. No, and that's I think that that's that's one of the biggest things that's missing for men out there is finding a woman with class, mm-hmm. because everybody is is just overcome with this this type of mentality mm-hmm. of I ain't taking shit from nobody, and having class doesn't mean you're subservient. Yeah. It means you don't come off like a psychotic woman. Yeah. That well, needs I, I a, a leash and a cage. 
Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> say that they're that everyone is like this, mm-hmm. but there is. I mean, there's too many bad apples out there that are like this. That it's kind of hard to find where the good ones are, mm-hmm. and so I I understand that. I wonder nowadays what what guys really. Or, or what? Let me let me back up. I wonder nowadays what girls really have to say about guys are just fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. Because I think generationally or through the decades, you're able to see collectively women pinpoint. Here's what's wrong with guys today. So I wonder what that is now. Is it? I wonder. You know, are guys too preoccupied with electronics? Are guys too? You know, with with everything that's happened of late with you know, me too, and all these things, I I would, if I was single, I would be petrified Mm -hmm. to pursue a woman. Yeah. And so I wonder if the girls that, that want that, that man to pursue them and the guys that would normally pursue aren't because of everything's going on, or would those women think like, well, men men aren't forward enough. Mm -hmm. The pendulum tends to never go down the middle. It tends to swing one way or the other. Yeah, I know. And, and so we, we've, we're now seeing it swing in this opposite way where half the people think it swung in a good direction and half the people think it swung in a bad direction. Mm-hmm. And so I, I wonder collectively like what, what the it is that women would say. The problem with men today are blank. I know. We need to ask that. Yeah, we do. Fill in the blank, ladies. Yeah. The problem with men today are I know. I, I think that maybe we need to. I need to ask one of my friends that that's single, mm-hmm. and have her put it out there to, to the single group. Yeah, we know? could probably do a full episode on that. Yeah, we probably could. And talk about it. I know that's that would be really interesting to find out because we don't really know mm-hmm. anymore. It, it, so much has changed mm-hmm. in, in even the the time that we've been together, and we haven't been together mm-hmm. that long. I mean, we've been together for um what eight years now or Mm -hmm. yeah eight years now and just so much has changed like even stuff on tv we're like together nine years by the way nine i'm sorry nine years jeez i'm i was thinking cut it off (laughs) i was thinking i guess i was thinking like you're thinking what i just posted because i said eight years ago. yeah i think so i think that's probably what's but um so anyway uh even stuff that we watch on tv though and we're like yeah, you yeah, couldn't you get away with, get that, with that, that now. now. Yeah. In the last three months, you couldn't get away with that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's crazy. Yeah, so yeah. But ladies, yeah, don't be like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this person right here. Uh, so the bedroom. We we want to dig in a little bit deeper. Um, one thing, and I think we mentioned it on our very last episode. Yeah, we alluded to it when we were talking about the snoring. Mm-hmm, yes. Uh Carson Daly uh, came out and said that he and his wife have now gotten a sleep divorce. And so what a sleep divorce means is you, you're sleeping in separate bedrooms, but you're still married. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says that, you know, it's really been great for him and his wife. Initially, I think it started because... He has sleep apnea, and she's a light sleeper. Isn't that what he said? Well, I think it was something with her pregnancy or something. I wonder if she let, like, the kids in the bed. (laughs) Oh, gosh, I don't know. Mm. But I think it was, I'm pretty sure that it was because of her pregnancy Mm -hmm. that 
she just wasn't able to sleep and I think because of his sleep apnea <laughs> and it was keeping her up and she was keeping him up and so they got a, a sleep divorce. And so this is really a thing now though with people that they are not wanting to sleep together. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I think that it's, I mean, it's, it's a new term, sleep yeah. divorce. Uh, but it's been around But it's been around forever. for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I think that I mean, for, for Seth and I, we're, we understand, I mean, we were pretty lucky really that, that I am a heavy sleeper and I don't, I don't care that he snores because it doesn't keep me up at night. But we were trying to think like, well, if the roles were reversed, what would the solution be? How, yeah, how would we work that out? And is it, is it really a bad? Because we think that the sleep divorce thing is kind of. We we say the sleep divorce is is a bad thing, mm-hmm. um, really just because of sex. Mm-hmm. That's why we say that it takes. When I say it takes spontaneity out, stick with me here, because I think people would be like, well, you're already in the bed. There's nothing spontaneous about that. But morning sex is spontaneous. Mm -hmm. And I think even if you crawl into bed around the same time, I mean, yeah, if you're like, all right, meet me in the bed in five, we're going to get it on. Yeah, that's not spontaneous. But there's times where, like, you know, I lay down to go to sleep and you're like, I'm going to take a shower real quick before I come to bed. And. I'm kind of in that hazy, dozing off, dozing on, and, and you get out of the shower, and then we get it on. Yeah. And that's spontaneous. Mm-hmm. And morning sex is spontaneous. And, you know, climbing into bed even at the same time without even a verbal agreement that, all right, we're going to have sex, and you still have sex before you go to sleep is spontaneous. And so our main pushback on this is... Solely based on our experience as a couple mm-hmm. with the amount of times we wouldn't have had sex if we didn't sleep in the same bed. Yeah. And I, very generalistically, I am assuming that people that do this aren't having that much sex and sex isn't a priority in their relationship. I know. Yeah. So I, I don't know if there is a couple out there that is like, we haven't slept together in six years and we have sex with one another five nights a week i I don't think that exists i don't think so either if you're out there reach out i got some questions for you every time i say this nobody ever reaches out (laughs) well and and, i mean people reach out for other not about what i'm what i'm pushing back on. yeah never because i'm genuinely interested is that true Uh i i would think just on the laws of probability Physically removing yourself from your partner is going to really decrease your chance for some poontang. <laughs> some poontang? Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I, I just don't see how... I, I would just say, well, your sex life probably isn't that great. Oh, I know. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and like for us, it's like the bedroom... I'm. We don't even need to have sex in the bedroom for us. Mm-hmm. We can have sex wherever the hell we want because it's just us. Right. And for all of these other, a lot of people, they have children. Mm -hmm. And so... Right now, people that have been over the house are like, I wonder if they had sex here. If you're wondering where, the answer is yes, we did. (laughs) Yes, we did. (laughs) If you're like, well, they couldn't have possibly done it here. Uh, Yeah, we did. (laughs) 
you're funny. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, because a lot of people, they have kids. And so mm-hmm. that... Well, when do yeah. you, when is your opportunity to have sex? Yeah, if you together? have kids, your physical location to have sex, nine times out of ten, or nine and a half times out of ten, is going to be your bed. Mm-hmm. So if you take that out of the equation, you know, yeah. what's happening? I, and once again, there, there may be that couple that's like, well, we, we don't sleep together, but we are compromised in what we agreed to do. Because I... I get it. I I value sleep very very much, especially being in fitness. We we firmly believe you need a good solid eight hours of sleep mm-hmm. for your muscles to recover, for your muscles to grow, and for your your body to heal. So we are very big advocates of good sleep. The only reason I don't get good sleep is because of the two furry animals we have in our bed with us. <laughs> That's the only reason I've never gotten good sleep, or the reason I could point to is why. Well, when I didn't get good sleep, it was because of them, not Mm -hmm. anything else. And so I think that knowing how much I do value sleep, I I could see if it was us and it was reversed, where it's like, you know, or one of us just couldn't sleep because of the other one, what would we do? And I think that one of those agreements would be, if we're not going to sleep together, we're going to clean up together. Mm -hmm. So we're going to, I mean, we have a double-sized shower for a reason. And it would be, well, let's, we're going to take a shower together yeah. every night. Um, now, did you take some spontaneity out of it? Yeah, you did. Uh-huh. You know, whatever, if it's not the shower, if it's we're going to spend an hour alone together watching a movie three times a week, you, you did take the spontaneity out of there, but at least if you're still having regular sex, that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I could kind of see that as, as a solution for some people. Do I think that's what most people do? No, I don't. I don't think most people do that. Yeah. I think people. I think people that make this decision. Once again, if you're out there, let me know. I don't think it's like, yeah, we have sex all week, um, and we still had great sex. We just couldn't sleep, so we decided, well, how can we fix this? We're still going to have sex every night, but we're just going to sleep in different beds, and and we have sex in her bed this night. We have sex in my bed these nights, mm-hmm. or. Or, you know, do we do we lay down together and if one of us falls asleep earlier than the other one, is it we lay in there till that one falls asleep and then I get up and go to my room and go to sleep or mm-hmm. or what whatever that is? Because I, 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 I try to really creatively think of what the solution would be, mm-hmm. you know? I know. I, I, <laughs> I was thinking like, geez, like, that's all. I mean, I'm thinking about comfort and... And like, oh well, what if you have a better bed than I do? We each have to have a have a nice bed mm-hmm. to sleep on because, uh, well, and maybe that's another issue is people. Somebody likes a soft bed. Somebody likes yeah, a thin bed. Um, they can't sleep on. Well, they have those Tempur-Pedics that do that. So true. that that's a solution there. You're not allowed to use that excuse. Uh huh. I know. Yeah. I think I just think it's so weird. So, I mean, we've. What if your partner wets the bed? Oh. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> we've we've personally known people that don't sleep together, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, and I think that mo- most of those people they all ended they in all divorce. Ended, yeah, yeah, end up divorced. So, I mean, there's another thing that tells us that it doesn't mm-hmm. work. It's not a good solution for your marriage. Um, the pushback on that, though, is people like our grandparents. 
I know, I know. I was going to say, like, uh, I remember. Because, because, and the reason I say it is because I know that there's other people like us that as soon as they hear that, they will do, if you don't sleep together, you're going to get divorced, and they're going to say, well, that's not true. Yeah. Because my grandparents didn't sleep in the same bed for 65 years. Yeah. Well, they probably had a shit relationship. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, I mean, I grew up with both of my, no, okay, well, so my mom's side, my mom, my grandpa... Um, and my grandma on my mom's side, they slept together. Mm-hmm. But my grandparents on my dad's side, they did not sleep. They had separate be- bedrooms completely. Who had the better relationship? Oh, my my Your mom's, mom's side? Yeah, my mom's dad. And it was his second marriage. Mm-hmm. And his, his marriage reminds me of our marriage. Mm. He was probably the best representation of a good relationship that i ever saw okay but um so but yeah i mean my i grew up with my grandparents even my great grandparents Mm -hmm. on my dad's side didn't sleep together they both had separate beds Mm -hmm. and i always thought that that was weird when i was a kid i was like huh why why does i kind of felt bad like why doesn't grandpa why isn't he able to sleep with her Mm -hmm. you know like but he had he had the bigger room, but I was still like, oh. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into not her not sleeping there at all, and just sleeping at my great grandma's house. Oh really? Yeah. Uh huh. Well, I mean, this is after all the kids are gone. Oh yeah, of yeah. Of course. Uh huh. Because I mean, we were all we hmm. were born and all that, and my. Do you know what led to that? The baby. I have no idea. Uh, I mean, I know that because my grandpa was um, was an alcoholic, and mm-hmm. and I'm sure that my grandma didn't want to be around him because of that. But um, but I, I don't know what led to what was the progression. Yeah, to not sleeping together in the first place. I mean, they mm-hmm. had seven kids together, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, obviously they were having sex. Yeah, at some point. <laughs> yeah. So when did when, when did, did it stop? Yeah, they stopped sleeping together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, in my my grandparents, I mean, they never at, in my grandparents' house. They had two separate rooms. Um, both the rooms were pretty much the same size. The way they split the house was funny because my grandmother had the back room, was her bedroom, and she had, you know, TV and her clothes and everything in there. And then my grandfather had his room, which was about the same size, but he had no no TV, no entertainment stuff or anything. All of his clothes were in there. But then he had the other room, because it was a three-bedroom house, and he had the other room as his study, was his uh. office. So my grandmother made him air condition and clear out the entire garage for her workshop. Because uh. she was an artist uh-huh. and, and a painter and, and all that stuff. And so that was her workspace. Uh-huh. So they each had their workspace and their own bedroom. And then in the living room, they each had their own recliner. So they, uh, I never physically saw them together, like uh-huh. sitting next to each other, holding hands, being in any way, shape, or form intimate with one another yeah. on any level. Uh-huh. And they were always like that. So it wasn't weird to me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it just, I, I don't think I ever really thought about it until I was an adult. Really? Yeah. I, I, I wasn't like you where I was like, oh, that's. I feel bad. Or I, it, that was just the way it was. I just didn't. That's funny. Well, because I think that I felt that way because, because I, I don't know, I guess my parents always slept together, mm-hmm. you know, and they were just like, 
it it just seemed that that's what a husband and wife should do mm-hmm. and maybe that's maybe people are prob- will probably be like well a husband and wife doesn't have to do that. Well, how much of it do you think was influenced by what was on TV? Because on television, they weren't allowed to show married couples in bed together. Mm-hmm. So, like, on the Dick Van Dyke show and stuff like that, they each had a separate bed. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, I, I don't know how much of that was representation of the times or how much the, like, were people doing that before they made them do it on TV or... Was that something that the networks were like, no, we can't show this, so this is how we can show you guys together. People were like, huh, separate beds in a room. We could do that. Yeah. You know, I know. so I, I just I just wonder if that had anything to do with that mm-hmm. because it seemed like like our parents, that was not on the table. Mm-hmm. That that it wasn't an option. Yeah. I, I mean. And I know my, my grandparents got to that point because they got in a fight. Mm-hmm. And over it, over... I can't remember. My mom explained it to me. I can't remember for the life of me right now what the actual root cause was. But it was basically a fight of, you know, if, if you don't do this, I'm going to sleep in here. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not. And I was like, okay, fine. And then that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's crazy. And that happened before I was born. Yeah. So. I know. I have no idea what, what happened with my grandparents but i mean even with even with that being said though like it seems that because because i was thinking okay well maybe maybe it was the times you Mm -hmm. know maybe it was that that generation saw that or maybe they they i don't know they just they saw everything that was on tv and they Mm -hmm. were like okay yeah we'll do that that seems normal. Yeah, but then <clears throat> when did it become normal again to like my parents and mm-hmm. your parents to sleep together? Well, and I wonder, was there another option? I mean, if your parents didn't sleep in the same bed, where would the other one have slept? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because of how your house was. Uh-huh. So I wonder for some, was was there an option to have another bedroom? I mean, the house I grew up in, there by the time they made my room there was i mean they would have had to have gotten rid of an entire room of other stuff to make another room Mm -hmm. so i i think it may have been because my grandparents didn't do it until all of their kids were out of the house Mm -hmm. and he just took over another room Mm. that wasn't getting used and so i I, if that's not that's why you can see someone like carson daly who lives in a 13 bed 12 bathroom house well yeah go ahead and have your own room you know whatever but for people in you know, three bed, two bath house uh-huh. with two kids. What are you going to do? Make the kids bunk up, and you're going to have your own room, and she's going to have hers, or, yeah. or you know, and we we know couples where they didn't have the option for another bedroom, so one of them slept on the couch all the time. Yeah, I know. You, and uh, I don't understand. Why would you rather sleep on the couch than mm-hmm. in a comfy bed with your partner? Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's, I get lonely enough when you're gone, when you're on travel. And, I mean, Blade becomes the, the man of the house. He takes over my side And of the he bed. takes over Seth's side. Um, but it's still, I mean, I'm glad that I have them at least to... Mm-hmm. to Keep you company. Yeah. But, um, but even when, like... I mean, we've said it on episodes before where you... You know, you'll be playing a video game or something, and I'm getting really tired, and so I'm just like, I'm just going to go to bed. And, you know, you can continue to play or whatever. 
and you're like, oh no, I'll come to bed. You mm-hmm. know, let me just wrap up. So you do every time. Yeah. And I remember in my previous relationship, you know, he was addicted to drugs, and so he would be up at all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, doing using his DJ equipment and stuff. He would be doing it real real low the Mm -hmm. volume and everything but still it was it sucked not having that partner that would come to bed with me Mm -hmm. and i mean of course there's you know the drug thing there where it sucked even more because he was doing drugs and Mm -hmm. i knew he was doing drugs but it was still just alone being alone Mm -hmm. in the bed and just knowing that, oh, my, my partner isn't going to come to bed with me. Right. It was, it, it was just sad. You know, and I, I think that that's, I don't know if men would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Because I think for, I don't know, I think that, and I guess I, I'm curious as to why, some women feel that way and some don't. Like my ex could she she would have been completely behind the sleep divorce thing. Mm-hmm. And that may have been something that would have saved our marriage actually. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, but what marriage are, what are you really trying to salvage? Mm-hmm. And so we had way It would have saved the marriage, but the marriage still wouldn't have been good. And, and yeah, and this is where I get to this. I I don't think people that do this that Everything is perfect except this one little thing where we have a great relationship. Everything is firing off cylinders. It's just the sleeping issue. Now, it could be. And if that does exist, it's a very, very small percent that that's Mm -hmm. the only issue. But I know, knowing my ex and knowing myself, if we had had this conversation, if let's do the sleep divorce, which we had kind of started to do because I just kept falling asleep in the basement and we were working separate shifts for a while and all that and and she loved it she was like i'm getting the best sleep ever ever when you're not here Mm -hmm. you know and so she wasn't scared wasn't lonely you know wanted to take up the entire bed Mm -hmm. and and so she was fine with that but i think that with all the other problems we had if we had done that and that was enough for us to keep together because sex wouldn't have been an issue anymore or not having sex wouldn't have been an issue anymore the sleep wouldn't have been an argument anymore her not making or making the bed wouldn't have been an issue anymore. You know, other things we fought about would have kind of went away, but we still would have had all these underlying issues. Mm-hmm. I think we both would have been like, this saved our marriage, and we highly recommend it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And so I, knowing what I would have done when I hear people say that, I'm like, you're full of shit. Yeah. Because you're saying exactly what I would have said. Uh-huh. Let's dig a little deeper and figure out, is there other things going on? Because I don't think it's just... I'm a light sleeper, they're a heavy sleeper, they snore, I don't snore, I can't sleep. This is the only problem in our relationship right now, and if we could change this one little thing, we would live happily ever after. Yeah, I know. And then what happens when you go on vacation together? What happens when you, you know, have to go visit the in-laws? What happens when you... Are you going to get in fights at yeah. those times? Or is it that miserable, or is it like, ugh, it's going to be awful, but I can suck it up for a week? Uh-huh. You know, I mean, what happens when you go on a cruise? Do you get two separate rooms? Do you yeah. get... Because if it's the snoring, it doesn't matter if they're right next to you or not. If they're in the same room with you, it's an issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, the only time you and I've ever slept in in different beds in the same room was that trip to Arkansas. 
Remember where they that we slept in different beds in that same room? Oh, I know. They gave that us those sucked. little that little single bed. <laughs> I forgot about that. Well, because so most of the time, like if well, obviously we you know we try to get a, a bed king, with, yeah. That's a king size bed, but sometimes uh, like it'll be a conference that Seth has to go to that. Um, a lot of the a lot room, of nurses. Yeah, the blocked of rooms is for double occupancy. Yeah, and so they give two twin full, two, two twin beds yeah. in the room, and so we just climb into one. Yeah, or or push them together. Push them together. <laughs> well, if it's a full size, we'll we'll just sleep to just in the one. But yeah, if it's a if it's twin, twin yeah. then we push them together. But we couldn't. At, but we couldn't. They were one. mounted to the wall <laughs> yeah. with a. Uh, table separating uh-huh. and so we couldn't i mean we just couldn't physically sleep in the same bed yeah that was funny huh because we were all like we we're like oh are we are we that old couple now <laughs> yeah it's in the different little beds <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, you know if, if if the issue is light sleeper heavy sleeper then having separate beds in the same room doesn't fix it you need to physically be relocated mm-hmm. and and i think that that's where I, you know, I, I just don't know logistically how how you keep up on a healthy sex life with one another. Yeah, I don't know either. You know? Uh-huh. So this other article that I read, it I was like like one of the one of the first lines in the in the article it read, uh if you're a couple that is able to sleep together, it doesn't mean that your relationship is better than those that sleep separately. Uh, you're wrong. Well, I think that that's where you can kind of look at, you know, do you want me to point out why it's better or do you want to point out why it's better? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, if you're going to say, well, those that do sleep together don't have a better relationship. Okay. I will concede with that. I will let you say it doesn't mean we have a better relationship. It does mean we have more sex together. It does mean we have more communication with one another because we have conversations in bed. Mm-hmm. It does mean that we build on our relationship because we're spending more physical time together. So if those three things don't mean we have a better relationship, okay. But it does mean we have things in our relationship that you don't. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. Which is my way of saying our relationship is better. <laughs> There we uh, we actually met with one of our one of our friends, uh, this couple that that we really really like to hang out with, and um, and one thing that they were you know we we're talking about health health and fitness and stuff like that, and uh, one thing that they brought up is being able to that they don't get enough sleep and they know they don't get enough sleep, but they said that. You know, they were like, it's our time to spend with each other mm-hmm. um, in the bed. The Once bed they put the kids down and get ready for bed, it's quiet time and it's conversation time. And yeah. so they find themselves talking mm-hmm. for two hours and they're like, holy shit, it's one o'clock in the morning. I got to get up at five. Yeah. And so they aren't getting sleep. So it's, <laughs> we're never going to tell them, well, quit talking yeah. and get more sleep. <laughs> I know. Because that's... That's their reality. Mm-hmm. And if they, and once again, if they were sleeping in separate bedrooms, they wouldn't get that. That connection's time. lost. Yeah. It's gone. And it's not even sexual. It's, it's intimacy, but mm-hmm. it's not sexual. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you, I guess that's the best word to use. You are completely throwing other levels of intimacy out the window by 
not sharing a bed together. Mm-hmm. And some people still will think, well, it's completely worth it for me to get eight hours of sleep. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that it's worth it to have a good relationship with your partner. Not, I mean, yeah. Well, that's easy for you to say because we're not dealing with it. If you could have both, <laughs> if, you know, it's the best of both worlds if you could have both. But I think that, um, I, yeah, I guess it is easy for me to say because I would be like, I would choose my partner mm-hmm. every day. Well, I mean, my mom for years slept in the same bed with my dad with the Darth Vader sleep apnea mask on. Yeah. And he was a loud snore. Uh-huh. I mean, shake the roof, snore. And she was a light sleeper. Yeah. And so, and they slept in a full-size bed. Yeah, I know. That's true. Together, huh? yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I I don't know if my recommendation would be suck it up. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I'm, I'm sure looking back, she doesn't regret it. I know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's one of the things that people do need to look at is how, how much of, of, even taking the sex piece aside that we, we still see the great value in, just the quality time together because of, of like our friends do. Even if you want to say, well, you're asleep for hours, it's not quality time. Okay, but what about that, that bit of conversation? Because we have, we have conversations when we lay down. We have conversations when we first wake up. Mm-hmm. And those are things that, and we don't have the kids distracting us from doing that. So I could only imagine people with kids, if you're sleeping in separate rooms, you're not having that bedtime conversation. You're not having that get out of bed conversation. Mm -hmm. So you're missing out on really good quality time together Mm -hmm. by not physically being in the same room with one another. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another thing that I think is really important in in the bed and or i guess or surrounding the bedroom is the going to bed at the same time together too mm-hmm. i think that i know that there's a lot of people that you know they have different shifts like you had said before that you guys didn't that you guys mm-hmm. had separate shifts and you had to get you know different sleep times and all that or have well and, and we were not having sex at all mm-hmm. i mean at all. Zero. Zero, zero sex. And so that was where the sex was completely removed. So the opposite shifts, the shifts, we were not having sex prior to the opposite shifts. Mm. And so the opposite shifts didn't make us have less sex because we were already at zero. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I think that if you're able to go to sleep at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think that that's super important. I think that, you know, there there's a lot of people that will be like, oh, you know, I just, I need to have me time. Mm-hmm. And they can go to bed and I just need that unwind period for two hours and then I'll hop in bed with them. Right. And at least we're sleeping together. Mm-hmm. But... Well, see, and that's where, where my, my ex and I were. I think I've said it on here before, but she, she would, her, her excuse, valid or invalid, whatever, she would say that I can't fall asleep if you fall asleep before me. Mm. So I need to go to bed before you do because I am one of those people that I, I do it all the time. Where I'm like, I'm not tired. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll lay down. And as soon as my head hits the <laughs> pillow, I'm out. Uh-huh. And so I've always been like that. 
And so she, her, her strategic plan was, I need to get in bed an hour or two before you because that's how long it takes me to fall asleep and get in a deep sleep. And if you fall asleep before me, as I start to doze off, if you start snoring, I can't go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. So that was her argument that she needed to go to bed. I early. need to go to bed at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. because I know you're not going to go to bed or 8, 9, because you're not going to go to bed till 10 or 11. So just don't wake me up when you get in bed and we'll be okay. And I wasn't ever wanting to go to bed that early, and mm-hmm. she did. So on our face value, it worked mm-hmm. because that was how we were able to sleep in the same bed. Mm-hmm. Now, I talked just last week about how she absolutely obliterated my mornings with her snooze addiction. Oh, yeah, I know. So there was no compromise on that. That was just her ruining it for me. Uh-huh. Um, and that was what I always pushed back. Well, I bet you would get better sleep at night and be able to fall asleep quicker if you didn't screw everything up in the morning. Uh-huh. But, um, and then, then that, that eventually went from... Okay, well, what am I going to do for two hours? Because Seth was young, so I put him to bed. Usually, she would go to sleep before Seth would. I mean, she never tucked him in. She was always in bed. She was already showered and in bed way before Seth was showered and in bed. And he didn't stay up late. It was just, if Mommy's going to lay down at... You know, if if one of her shows wasn't on and 7.30 hit, she'd be like, well, I'm going to get ready and go to bed. And so she would lay down. And, you know, and... On Sunday nights, it was, I'm going to be in my jammies by 5 p.m., and I'll probably be in bed asleep by 7. Mm-hmm. And it was, for me, I'm not a night owl, mm-hmm. but I'm like, well, I can still, I, I'm doing the math in my head that I don't have to be at work until 8. It's going to take me 30 minutes to get to work, take me 30 minutes to get ready, so I can get up at 7. If I go to bed at 11, I still get 8 hours of sleep. Yeah. That's how it. That's how it works in my brain. Yeah. Too. So yeah. I'm like, and even if I push that till midnight and get seven hours or six, mm-hmm. I I I can function on four hours of sleep. I did it all the time in the military, oh. and even when we have really late nights now, know, my internal still, clock still goes off yeah, early. So we can we can have a big party here and go to bed at four p.m. and I wake up at seven. Four a.m. Or yeah. that's what I mean. Four a.m. and I wake up at seven or eight. Uh-huh. And I have to like forcefully make myself stay in bed to sleep in. Yeah. And so when I do, it's very rare. Uh-huh. Um, but knowing that with her, it was like, well, okay, well, she's asleep, Seth's in bed. What do I do? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'll go down to the basement and play video games. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I've got two hours. I can watch a movie. Yeah. And that was when, you know, I would pleasure myself during that time because I knew I wasn't going to have sex. Yeah. And then I would play video games, and then I was down in the basement. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm comfortable. I'm in the recliner. I'll just sleep down here tonight. Mm-hmm. And so it it slowly morphed from we're going to bed at different times to we're not sleeping together to we're never even in the same bed at all. Yeah. Um, and, that's, and that's how it happens. That's unfortunately what happens. I think know. that, like, it, it is that slow and and sometimes it's not a slow progression. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's pretty quick. Yeah. But it it turns into if you know what may seem like a good idea at first, you know, to where oh yeah, well, you know, they need to go to bed at this time because because you know, he's a snorer and I can't sleep. I'm well, a there's legitimate sleeper. reasons behind yeah, there it really that is. I don't disagree with. Yeah. But then it it turns into 
more issues with your Mm -hmm. relationship. It creates distance. Mm -hmm. It creates distance and it, over time, removes intimacy, Mm -hmm. which are, it's too important to your relationship to just take out of the equation. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where it, it inadvertently, you're, you're, you're sacrificing one thing for another. Mm-hmm. And most people just choose, well, I'm not going to sacrifice sleep. I will sacrifice my relationship. Because, and like Carson Daly and their argument was, we're at each other's throats because we're not getting good sleep. This will improve our relationship. Mm-hmm. And they say that it has. They say it has, but I'm, on what level? You're just not yelling at each other? I mean, I, I, I'm assuming you probably weren't having a whole lot of sex before. She, it seems like she's the type of mom that lets the kids in the bed with her. Oh, that's another issue. I mean, that's too. there's three rules with the bed that that we believe you should follow: sleep in the same bed, go to bed at the same time, and keep your fucking kids out of your bed. Mm-hmm. Kids should not be napping, sleeping, passing out, going to bed in. Be comfortable in your bed at all. Yeah. I know. Well, <laughs> and moms will get mad. Oh man, yeah, they'll be. Yeah. They'll, Those kids are yelling right yeah. now at us. <laughs> yeah. Those kids are the biggest cock blockers. Oh, that yeah. dudes deal with is their own children. Uh huh. This is great. The fucking kids are in the bed again. I guess yeah. I ain't doing it. I roll over. Can't even jerk <laughs> off in bed. I'm not fucking out of here. No, go and give me my other room. At least I can jerk off in there without the kids being around. I. That's Fine. True. You know. And yeah. so, but those are the three things that we believe couples. To have a happy, healthy sex life mm-hmm. and can and have that consistent intimacy, that's what you should follow. Sleep in the same bed, go to bed at the same time, keep the fucking kids out of the bed. Yeah, I know. I think that, uh, well, and some people even say to keep the dogs out of the mm-hmm. bed too. And it's funny, uh, last I, year... I would lose that argument. Oh yeah, you would. <laughs> we Last year, uh, one, of, one of my friends came out to visit us and it was funny, we were at... Uh, lunch or something and and she has she's in a newish i guess relationship and not anymore well not anymore (laughs) but at the time and uh and she and then she had to like ask us well do you guys let the dog sleep in the bed with you and we're like yeah she's like oh okay well yeah so do i and that's like that was a big thing for her Mm -hmm. that our dogs are little yeah our dogs are little and they don't, they've never gotten in the way mm-hmm. of us having sex. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about traumatizing a dog. Yeah. Watching me give it to mommy. <laughs> like you do it, you know. Right. Watching so, you do but, it to But me. I do think even with the dogs, you kind of have to be careful with that. But I mean, if, if we had a, I mean, if we had a, a, a Mastiff or a Great Dane, no. Oh, I know. No. Yeah. I mean, our, our dogs are little. We got a Min Pin and a Miniature Long-Haired Dachshund. Uh-huh. They're tiny. Now, when they want, they take up the entire fucking bed. <laughs> they, they take on up my half. side. Yeah, I'm the one that gets pushed off. <laughs> but they don't. They don't interfere with our sex life. No, they don't. That's that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing, I guess. Because if they were interfering with our sex life, it would be that'd be different. Yeah. And, and like you said, it it's different with a dog because because of that. Yeah. Like weirdness. You don't mm-hmm. you don't have you don't have to worry about. A dog ruining a dog's life. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was thinking about like, even, even like when the kids, when the kids like, they're like, oh, I'm not feeling good or, 
can mm-hmm. can you tuck me in or or whatever like i mean i i think i remember one time like seth coming up upstairs at our old house and being like dad <laughs> and like we're like crap we're naked yeah <laughs> but um at least I'm, he had the foresight to yell <laughs> I know. Yeah, he was old enough. <laughs> yeah, thankfully. But, I mean, I think that people just don't... I know that our situation is different than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I think that you can make your you can make your relationship good and... The only, no. the only thing I don't have... A, I just don't have a solution for people that just can't can't sleep good together. Well, that's why I said about the shower and, and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I think with with the kid thing, though, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I don't mind arguing this to people, the reason kids end up in the parent's bed is out of 100% pure laziness. Mm-hmm. Because even with my ex, we didn't allow Seth to climb into the bed. Mm-hmm. And... When he would come in there and be like, I had a nightmare, I wasn't a lazy-ass parent that said, oh, yeah, well, climb in here and cuddle with me. Mm-hmm. I got up and went and put him back in bed, and I would lay down in his bed. Mm-hmm. But you just have to make the rule the standard. Yeah. You aren't allowed to climb in our bed. And I was when I was growing up as a kid, I didn't. I would go and climb into bed with my mom in the morning after my dad had left for work. Because mm. he would get up early sometimes and, and take off, and I'd be little, and I'd climb in bed with her at you know seven o'clock in the morning and but i knew not to do it before that mm-hmm. and i don't remember them ever telling me or getting on to me quit climbing in the bed or don't try it was just that's just the way it was mm-hmm. and your kids are small i mean it's like training a puppy mm-hmm. you know if you just don't allow it from the beginning it doesn't happen mm-hmm. and i mean even when seth was a infant i mean straight out of the hospital we had the bassinet in the bedroom and if he woke up in the middle of the night and wanted to feed I would get him up and I would give him to her and she would I would pass out while she was feeding him and then sometimes she would pass out because mm-hmm. it was the middle of the night and I would pick him up and put him back in his bassinet. We would never let him sleep in the bed. Mm-hmm. And so when he would come and wake me up, when he would have a bad nightmare, when he would wake up in the middle of the night thirsty, it was straight back to his bed. Mm-hmm. But the, what most parents do now is they're just lazy. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, climb in bed with me. Oh, well, they're hard to put down. I don't want to deal with the pains of, of them screaming or yelling or whatever. You know, be a fucking adult and be the parent and take control and just manage the situation. But they cave and they're weak and they're lazy, so they just let the child end up running all over them. Yeah. I know. We, that's funny, too, because, I mean, me and my sister, we weren't, we never slept with my parents. Yeah. And the only time that Chanel and I slept with my parents was uh, we we watched the movie uh, Misery. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even that we slept in their bed. We slept in their bedroom, mm-hmm. but we uh, we got our little sleeping bags out. And stayed on and the floor. And we stayed on yeah. the floor. But that was it. Like, mm-hmm. my parents didn't allow us to sleep in the bed with them. And it wasn't... It... it because it almost sounds mean when you say it like that. Yeah, and but I was the same way with Seth. I, it was no exceptions. I mean, he mm. would he would have these terrifying stories of whatever, and it was like, you know, you got to get over it, dude. Mm-hmm. There's nothing here. You are 100% safe. 
I'll stay in here with you for a little bit, but you've got to, you're not getting into my bed. You're staying here. And yeah, it takes work. Yeah, it takes effort. Yes, you're going to lose a little sleep over it. But it's worth it in the long run. Yeah. Because eventually, yeah, he's I mean, going to get past and he's going to be able to sleep. I know long. parents now who have kids in kindergarten who still fall asleep in their bed. I know. I mean, what are you doing? They're going to school. Get them out. They shouldn't be doing that, yeah. you know? And Well, I know someone that has her son sleep with, with her and her boyfriend sleeps on the couch. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck that. Yeah. Uh-uh. Jeez. Yep. That's, that's bad. That's bad news. It is. Mm-hmm. It really is. Because that kid's not going to grow out of it until you make them. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Everybody, all these parents nowadays think that it's a phase. Well, right. it's it's only a phase if you make them stop it. If you don't, you know, it's like sucking their thumb. If you don't discipline them and make them stop sucking their thumb, they will not stop on their own. They're not just going to wake up one day and be like, huh. I don't want to do this anymore. I know. You have to take control. Yeah. And it's the same thing with them climbing in bed. You have to take control and put your foot down and be a parent. Yeah. Part of being a parent is parenting. Yeah. It's a fucking parent. <laughs> I know. I mean, rocket science. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I say all that because, like I said, the mo- mo- I think most of the reasons the children end up in bed is out of laziness. Yeah. And people try to cover that with, well, well, they have night terrors. Well, you just don't understand. I don't understand. You're lazy. That's all it is. You're lazy. <laughs> Deal with that shit in their bedroom. Stay in there with them until they fall asleep. Climb in bed with them until they're asleep. Even if you've got to sleep on their floor for three nights, it's worth it to keep them out of your bed for the next 30 years. Yeah. That's so true. So I mean, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. <laughs> but it's easy for me to say. <laughs> right, yeah. So. Well, I, I, I was there with, with Seth, and that's, yeah. that's exactly how, how we had to handle it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, with all of everything, though, we, we think that the bed and the bedroom is important in a good marriage. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, I guess it it doesn't necessarily... We, we still think that it means that it, you could have a better relationship with your partner than if you didn't sleep in the same bed or if you went to bed at, at the and, same time rather yeah. than different times. And even if you still want to fight on that grounds of it doesn't mean your relationship's better, all right, I'll let you have that argument, but it does mean we have better experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and better connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I don't I don't really have anything else to add. I think that I mean, it's it's funny how much you can talk about with just talking about the bed, mm-hmm. the bedroom. I know. And yeah, it's it's crazy. Yep. But um yeah, uh, do you have anything else? No, uh-uh. I think that was I mean, it's a pretty cut and dry kind of topic. Yeah, pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> but as always, thank you all for listening. Um, be sure to again join our Marriage on the Rock Speakeasy page and like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast, check out marriageontherocks.net, get you some Marriage on the Rocks gear, mm-hmm. and we will talk to you next week. Thanks. <laughs>